0: All right, Time, here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Back in studio, Chris Schein. We're just talking before uh, this Monday morning recap, which will be so much fun based on the results of yesterday. Can't wait to pick through uh, week four in the NFL. And I stopped Schein and said, let's just do this on the air, because Schein, you said, quote, my girlfriend was so pissed, dot, dot, dot. She's a gambler now. So good morning, Chris Scheim. How are you? And explain where your girlfriend got beat yesterday as far as the betting went.
1: Good morning, Mike. Yeah, uh, so she is now a gambler. Now she took uh, took advantage of all the promotions that DraftKings offers in New Hampshire, uh, where you get, uh, you know, if you refer a friend for the first time, uh, you get a bet, plus they get a bet, and then you get a bunch of free bets. You get matched up to your amount of money uh, don't, or deposited and all that stuff. So she sure. took advantage of that. She was up, uh, you know, like a, a cool hundred or so. Nice. Um, and so she was feeling really good, and she bet uh, a bunch of money yesterday and lost uh, basically all of it. Uh, so she was pissed. She woke up from a nap after the Pats uh, Packers game, and she looked at me and she said, "Can we please make better bets next weekend?" And I said, "Hun, that's always the goal. Sometimes it just be like that." <laughs>
0: uh, it was like that yesterday for uh, certainly for this podcast uh, and a lot of people. Uh, the results for us, I think, were one. One one and four? one. Oh, sorry, one one. I'm sorry, one four and one. Correct. I went a lame one one and one, which means Chris Schein had the offer, which we're all going to have uh, yep. on this podcast. So i making three picks. Uh, it, and it's it's interesting, and, and we'll get to we'll we'll start with our betting. We'll get to the Patriots, then we'll talk about Monday night, basically in that order for the next fifteen twenty minutes or so. Okay. Um as far as, like, and, and I want to give credit to uh, Ken Barkley of You Better, You Bet. He talks about, you know, betting in the NFL, you know, being on the sort of the razor's edge, being on the right side and the wrong side of variance. And sometimes you go 3-0, and you get some lucky bounces, and things go your way, or you're a quarterback, and you only threw one pick, but you should add three. Those are going to happen. And the other times you get the bad side of it, which was for, for, me, for me yesterday on the, the loss and the push – Ravens, I was heavily invested in Baltimore plus three and felt like I was home, Shine basically yeah, the entire game um, based on the way they were playing. And not only just the game itself, but our Lamar Jackson MVP bets. Like, I felt really confident about the way he's playing, wet weather. And Allen outplays him in the second half. Baltimore makes some bad decisions. That game pushes on three, which felt like a win the entire game. Um, and that stupid London game yesterday. Like, it's you get a, a missed extra point. Minnesota was the much better team. Go look at the yards per play. They were just across the board better. And I lay in three and a half to win by three. And I take a loss there. It's going to happen in the NFL. These closing lines are so freaking good. We had the the, the, the over-under last week on Detroit-Minnesota. You know, closed at 42 and a half, It ends up on 42. Um, so I, I felt like I, the process is okay yesterday. Uh, but I, you're going to have that in the NFL, shine because Vegas is so good at some of these lines. Um, you're going to end up on the wrong side of that coin flip. The hope is that over the course of, what, 18 weeks plus the playoffs, you are on the right side of it more than the wrong side. And for me, this weekend, it, it was the wrong side. Last weekend was the wrong side. So I'll be due for some regression, for some good luck at some point, but last two weeks, uh, not getting the bounces and not getting the wins uh, we need here on this podcast.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, look at it. I was, uh, I, I was like 39-23 and 23 heading into this week. Oh. I was due for regression. Oh. Like, I'm going to have these weeks, and it's okay. It like I, like I told my girlfriend, it'd be like that sometimes. Yep. It's just like, it, it, this is not, you're not going to be perfect. That's why all the people that give you crap for if you, oh, oh, you only hit just over half the time, that's good. That's really, if you hit over half the time, you're doing something right. And so, uh, you know, I was due for some regression, but I agree with you. Like, that Minnesota game, you should have had that. That missed extra point was a domino effect because Eesh. if they have that extra point, they're up four, and Andy Dalton has to try and convert a fourth and nine instead of the Saints kicking a sixty-yard field goal, which they get to tie it. So, in and, and if Minnesota stops him on fourth and nine, you win. You you cover. You, they win by four, and you cover no problem. And, and uh, you know, my girl, that was one of the bets uh, my girlfriend placed yesterday and missed on as well. Because it's just, you, sometimes you just get screwed by dumb kickers. Like, it happened to me last week, too. Um, it's, it's happened I'll give you another weekend. one, Shyam. I,
0: I, I rushed to get it at 3.5 because I thought with all the injury stuff, it'd go up. Actually, it went trickled down to 3 yeah. for a while. So I, I got the worst of the number, too, because I'm an idiot. Because I thought, oh, it's going to go up. I, we talked on Friday, and I agreed with you. I'm like, oh, I better grab 3.5 now with all the Saints injury news. And it was at 3 for a while, and I missed the best number. So that's even yeah. more moronic by
1: me. And I feel like, again, our process was right. Buffalo or Baltimore was up twenty to three, and they end up losing. And so you push that because they lose twenty three to twenty. And then for me, Jacksonville was up fourteen nothing.
0: What a wild ride!
1: Disappeared that was. for two quarters, oh. and then somehow comes back. Luckily, I, I got really lucky that they hit a plus nine and a half because that was tied into a parlay I had, which was the only big winner of the week, which literally salvaged my week. Um, and so, but like. They're up fourteen nothing, and they don't cover six and a half
0: points. Imagine Eagles betters. They're down fourteen nothing, and if you told them at that point they're going to cover the six and a half, they would have told you you're out of your. You mind.
1: Li- especially against the Jaguars, who up to this point have looked really good, especially on defense. And so, so that game was wrong, and then. I mean, Detroit-Seattle was just a friggin' mess. What a shootout. So that, what a shootout. That minus four for Detroit. I, I I knew it as soon as I sat down to watch the games yesterday. I <laughs> said to myself, I go, wait a minute, why didn't I invest in the over? And then the next thing I know, it's 14-9 to nine in the first quarter. And I'm like, ah. Okay, yeah, I should have invested more in the over instead of on the on the line in this
0: game. Like an I wasn't paying super close that that one I was watching. The other one you had was the over in Cleveland Atlanta. Oh it- God,
1: my, don't start me with I, this.
0: I, I, so I, I didn't watch a lot of it, so I, I was not heavily invested there. Uh, was was there, was there a chance that was that was that bad coaching? Was that missed opportunities? What did I miss there? Missed
1: opportunity. So first of all, Atlanta, I don't know what what happened, but, but Marcus Mariota went from being like number three in yards per attempt and EPA per play to just being. Garbage again, just uh, just against, against one of the worst defenses in football, but mind you. And then because he throws an interception, Arthur Smith ran the ball 14 times in a row. Like, it's, oh, wow. it's so frustrating. And then Nick Chubb, I, this is another thing. I just, I'll never understand. The Browns are on the two-yard line. I think it, it happened twice. They were inside the five-yard line, and Nick Chubb doesn't, he has one carry on six plays. What?
0: He was awesome yesterday. That I do know. I think he had 120 yards rushing. And a
1: touchdown. He should have had two touchdowns. The the things I was heavily invested the most were the over in that game and Nick Chubb to run for a lot and score touchdowns. And I didn't get the second touchdown because these boobs are putting Kareem Hunt on the field and throwing the ball instead of just giving it to the guy who already has 100 yards and is just going to dice through that Atlanta defense, which gives up six and a half yards a carry anyways. And then – and then Atlanta running the ball 14 times in a row, and they're not even giving it to Cornell Patterson. Well, they were trailing,
0: too. They were trailing and running it. They're uh, running uh, the
1: ball with Tyler Algier and some guy named Caleb Huntley. What are we doing? Ten carries for
0: Algier, ten for Huntley, nine more for Patterson. Oh, uh, my God. So, I was, what, I was 29 so carries mad. between those three. The, wow. Between that – and then Kyle the, Pitts, one catch for 25 yards. And then the oh my, Steelers. Their leading receiver was Zach uh, Zac, Zacchaeus. Holy crap. So, oh, what, did have speaking a of
1: day. Kyle Pitts, Oof. TJ Hawkinson in that Lions-Seahawks game had one yeah, of the all-time best him. tight end games ever. He had like yep. 39.5 fantasy points. Mutt. Did yep. you Did you know that that one game is more points than Kyle Pitts has had in four <laughs> games this season? <laughs> I'm, I believe And then I believe it. And, then I, and, and Hawkinson,
0: it, the, the setup was there. All the injuries Detroit had, they ruled out uh, – even another guy on Sunday morning. That was a nice setup for Hawkins. I was way too invested in Mark Andrews yesterday and missed a very easy piece of, of Hawkinson in a daily fantasy and in betting, by the way, once the injuries happen for Detroit. And no DJ Shark, no uh, Sun God, uh, no Dar- no Swift. Like, that was a nice setup for Hawkins, and I missed, I missed him. And
1: on I that have those. to yell about one more thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, can, well, y'all, that's the. That, right, listen, some days we'll celebrate gotta, and we'll be yelling gotta gotta we're yelling happy. Now we're yelling
1: angrily. That's fine. So, uh, DK offers these awesome touchdown scorer parlays, and they sure. boost them. All right, So you pick any touch, anytime touchdown scorers in the NFL, you parlay a couple of them together, and then they boost it like 33 or 50%. Uh, my girlfriend and I each had our own separate parlays. The one leg that overlapped was a leg I felt very confident on, and that was Najee Harris to score a touchdown. They ran seven plays inside of the five-yard line. How sure. many touches do you think Najee Harris got, Mutt? I guess zero. 1.
0: One touch. One Oh, that all ca- oh, that was ran Kenny, it in. That was the Kenny Pickett uh, touchdown Runs game yesterday. it
1: in. Uh, it's uh it's I'm like Give it to the guy. Give it to the running back. Please, God. I hit. We hit on Jamal Williams. We hit on Derrick Henry. Damian Pierce. Derrick Henry and Damian Pierce hit, like, in the first 10 minutes of football, which was yeah. the best feeling ever because then all you need is Najee Harris, and you have three and a half quarters to get it, and it doesn't happen. I had Jamal Williams and I, I don't even remember Oh, Austin Eckler who hit in, in no time, and then all I need is Najee Harris, and nothing, nothing. Oh, my God. I was I just – it was infuriating to watch these coaches coach within the five five to go. And it's just, oh, my God, just give it to the running back who's good. Give it to the good players. Like, let the best players be the best players. Stop being stupid and overthinking it. It's, it's frustrating. Ugh.
0: So 1-4-1 as a show, you and I both would have, and I didn't have a dime on it, but you and I both would have had the Packers laying the points. So you actually, you had the Patriots no. getting 11. Yeah, and I told uh, you
1: 9.5 was the right number, so I didn't want to bet that.
0: By the time it got to Friday, uh, we didn't like the number. You had it at 11, which is a great number uh, to get it at. Win for me. Uh, and, and I'll tell you why they, they they played much better than I thought they were going to play in that game yesterday, <laughs> Shime Smart offensive game planning, run it early. Um, Zappy had some nice play-action passes. Like They got gashed in the ground. And that's going to be a factor in my early thoughts on Patriots and Lions, and but they they played a, a really sp- I thought for the most part a smart game. They benched Isaiah Wink because he sucked in the first half. Mar- I, who knew Marcus Cannon could still play uh, and make Cannon plays on the offensive awesome line? Awesome in the run game, he looked awesome. good, and they pounded it with Stevenson and, and Harris. The only prop I talked about on Friday with you was the would Stevenson be involved in the passing game, and he and was he four catches, twenty three yards. He also ran for a bunch of yards. Um, pretty impressive. It, 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 they, they were a little too conservative there in overtime. And obviously, Green Bay is really, really good. That Rodgers guy is good. But that was a pretty good effort. Not a moral victory, but nice effort on the road by the Patriots See, in their I, loss yesterday.
1: Rodgers, to me, looked awful yesterday. Like, I think there were, like, you could count on one hand how many good passes he had in that game. And it was the Dubs touchdown that should have been a touchdown, the they Dubs touchdown it, yeah. that was actually a touchdown.
0: Sick throws in the side, The
1: Tanyan touchdown. The Cobb throw on third down over the middle of the field, and the Lazard throw down the sideline on third and ten. Those were the five good throws Aaron Rodgers made all game, and, and I think that's it. Like, I, 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 One of the reasons I felt so good about Patriots plus 11 getting double digits is because I feel like this Packers offense is still figuring out exactly what it is, um, and they're not giving it to the guys who are dominating enough. Right? Aaron Jones had 100 yards. He could have had 200.
0: Well, him and Dylan running. were both. Bull- either one of those guys, they could have split. They, they, that's the one thing. The Patriots' run defense is still, uh, it's Suspect. not there. And and it, the, the, the was was back and forth. I thought the Patriots going to win the game. They would have to really win the time possession. They lost time possession yesterday, um, and Zappy didn't vomit himself. Sean, no, you were saying last great. week that that Zappy should play over Brian Hoyer. Uh, I mean, he may not have a choice this week because who knows what Hoyer's. Concussion situation. I'm sure the Patriots be extra careful given what happened with Tua on Thursday night. Um, but Zappi looked pretty good, and you made the case for him, and I think based on the way he played yesterday, there'll be a lot of people that call the station this week and say even if he's healthy, that Zappi should play over Hoyer against the Lions on Sunday. 100%.
1: Well, the other thing, too, is he listens to Bill, right? I, I think my assumption is when Bill, they showed him kneeling with Zappi right before Zappi was about to go out for the very first time, I can guarantee you Bill was saying, hold on to the football, Don't make any any risky throws. Don't make those 50-50 throws. Just if you see an open guy, hit him. Otherwise, throw it away. Take the sack. I don't care. Let's not turn the football over and we have a shot. And you know what? That's exactly what he did. The only turnover he had is because he got absolutely crushed again by Rashawn freaking Gary because Isaiah Wynn is an absolute turnstile, and he just never saw him coming. And and that's going to happen, and that's not on Bailey Zappi. Uh, and you saw him even on like a play action on second and five. He'll get the ball. He fakes the run and he sits. And he he looked so calm and so good because he sits and he's looking for his receivers. Unfortunately for him, his receivers just can't get open. Um, and so he has to end up taking a sack or throwing it away. Uh, but that's what Belichick wanted, and then allow the run game to to be as good as they were, which is and, good. And and, yeah. and so Strange I think that
0: good in the run game, yeah, that
1: should be the game plan they have for the most time with Mac. Like, that's why, to me, it pisses me off because it's like, well, that's what you wanted to try and do with Mac last year. He still threw 13 interceptions. And now this year, he's just throwing all these 50-50 balls and getting picked off left and right. Like, what are we doing? Run the football. Be good about turnovers. The old Parcells mantra is win the turnover battle and you probably win the game. Pete Carroll has always said it. Bill Parcells was, like, the originator of it. Sean Payton was a huge proponent of that. Like, Belichick has always loved the turnover battle. Like, that should be a focal point right now, and, and and I think Zappy did a really good job at focusing on that.
0: And I think Hoyer would have done the same thing. I think he was five or six before he left and got hit. Like he's uh, in this offense, like they they're they're going to have some opportunities. Um, I would say again that the the lack the, the fact that Henry played more in this game, even with the injuries at receiver, the fact that Kendrick Bourne still got out snapped. By little Jordan Humphreys is wild to me. Every time he's on the field, the guy seems to make plays. I'd be playing Kendrick Bourne more. I can't believe they can't find a more of a role for him. Uh, Aguilar ends up leading them in receptions. Is a it three a for can't 46. or want? Because
1: uh, like it, it, like I'm still under the he impression he should be on that.
0: the f- he should be on the field more than he is. Correct. He's a, he's, I agree. He with is you. their best playmaker on offense. I know Parker on another touchdown yesterday. Acrobatic. He is their best playmaker. And when John W Smith goes out it's even more of a reason why you want more playmakers out there so I I don't get it chime but I, I if you bet the, the the Patriots yesterday you felt pretty good about that the entire game once you went to overtime you knew you had that thing um, the game script was there uh, both teams ran the ball uh, and and in the end I, I they, the Patriots played much better than I thought they were going to it doesn't help them uh, from a playoff standpoint they still lose the Jets win uh, so they're still they're still battling in the division. And I still don't think they're a playoff team this year. Um, but a little, a little bit of coaching hope for me yesterday, based on what I saw offensively, that to be smart and run the football and not try to do too much with both the backup quarterback and the backup backup quarterback. Yeah.
1: And, and I said this on the morning show, too. I think Matt Patricia deserves a little bit of credit for being smart when it's, OK, run games working. Let's run the football like he didn't outsmart himself. He didn't try to do anything out of the ordinary. It's like, all right, we've been running a ton. Let's uh, let's open it up and spread it out. Nope. You know what he did. He ran the football and then this novel idea mutt that the Patriots haven't used for through the first three weeks of the season, they ran play action. It's run the football, run the football, run the football play-action pass, and, and sometimes you're going to get some open guys that way, and it's going to work out. And Zappy had some wide-open guys at times. Devontae Parker on that touchdown, Nelson Aguilar, he hit on the left side of the field, so there were opportunities there, and they ran the football effectively. They need to continue to do that if they want to have any success this season.
0: Alright, so their success now, uh, I guess depending on wins and losses, if that's the success you want to use for the, if that's the measuring stick you want to use, will depend on what they do against the Detroit Lions, who... Uh, <laughs> Played an absolute shootout yesterday. They were they game put up awesome. insane offensive numbers, like video game numbers. With no number one receiver, no number one running back, no number two receiver, like it was. It was like a fantasy football uh, dream yesterday to watch Geno Smith and DK Metcalf and Jamal Williams and Hawkinson and Goff just go nuts. That team comes to your building uh, this Sunday at one o'clock. Didn't look like a really interesting game when the schedule came out, but now all of a sudden. Uh, I think it'll be a fun game on Sunday. Uh, I saw it. I I see some threes out there shine, uh, but I'm seeing a lot of two and a halfs as well. Patriots as a two and a half point favorite at home with the quarterback situation in the air against the Lions. Uh, Total anywhere between forty six and a half and forty seven and a half. It is forty seven over on DK. We'll use DK because they're based in New Hampshire. Uh, Two and a half and forty seven as the total. My early lean shine would be on the over in this game. I know it sounds crazy. But neither defense is any good. They can both be gashed in the run. We saw yesterday that game went way over Patriots-Packers when it had no right to because I don't think the Patriots' defense any great shakes. I know Detroit's defense is not very good, but they have some really good skill players offensively. And so my early lean would be, even with the quarterbacking situation up in the air for the Patriots, would not be on a side early in the week. Would be on the total of 47 and wanting to bet on the over in this game on Sunday. Early weather looks beautiful Sunday at Gillette Stadium, 1 o'clock.
1: Yeah, as I go to place my Monday Night Football bets today, I can assure you I will be placing a bet on the over before this line Oh, moves. okay. All right.
0: That's on the same page. Yes, this, this
1: number opened at 44. It's now 47 at DK. Uh, as you said 46 and a half 47 and a half some places but 96% of the money according to the action network right now is on the over which indicates to me that people are going to be taking the over they're going to be taking the over all week this number is going to move i wouldn't be surprised if this number finishes around 49 um and so i want to get it now at 47 i want the over in this game uh the lions have averaged 35 points per game. They're the only team in football to average more than 30 points per game scored and they're one and three. You want to know why? Because they're allowing 35 and a half points per game. Um so this this game is I mean, we've seen the Patriots offense now score 24 against Green Bay who we all thought going into the season and so far this season, pretty good defense. They they're kept saying, yeah. they kept, kept saying the stat during the game. They don't allow third and longs. Exactly. Packers, pretty good defense, and you scored 24. Helped by pick six, nonetheless, scored 24. The week before, uh, against the Ravens. You scored in the high 20s, right? So the Patriots can score. They're finding ways to score. And I think that continues against a bad Lions defense. And the Lions offense is going to score against this Patriots offense. Even if Amon Ra doesn't play, even if DeAndre Swift doesn't play, even if DJ Chark doesn't play, the Lions will find ways to score. Whether it's Craig Reynolds or Josh Reynolds or Justin (laughs) Jackson or Jamal Williams or TJ Hawkinson, they are going to find ways to score the football uh, and so i also would be very much on the over in this game
0: the lions are one of the teams in the nfl whose games have gone over all four games to yep. start their overs know. are 4 in 0 oh, um so that my, that's my early lean and i'm with you if, if there's that much you know betting on monday morning okay there this is the these are the sickos like us that are getting in and getting their bets in early on monday if they're betting the over then the public's going to bet the over like you said this this game probably is going to move uh, a little bit I would not be surprised to get on the air wednesday morning have it be 48 uh, and go a point e- easily, uh, especially when they get the – well, I don't. the quarterback's not going to matter. Z- I don't think Zappy or Bailey is going to affect the total. What's going to affect the total is if you find out Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon in Detroit, Swift practices, St. Brown practices, chart practices. The minute those guys practice and are then trying to play, this number is going to go up. So I like your idea of trying to get this number early. If you like the over – and we're not saying you have to like it, that's how we lean – um, you want to get it early in the week. There'd be, there'd be nothing. If it's 47 now, and they're not assuming those guys in, it can really only go one way, and that will be up. It's it's the
1: same, it was the same thing with the Patriots getting 11 yep. points last week. Expect the overreaction. React counter to that overreaction, and then allow the market to adjust itself. And, and And that's exactly what we want to do here. We want to get this over before it shoots up, because then it'll shoot up, it'll start to correct itself and come back down a little bit or whatever. But I want to get it before it shoots up.
0: Yeah, and, and I'm no tout and got God knows going, you know, one one and one again, uh, in picks, uh, shows you that. I can't believe the Titans are only two and a half point favorites at Washington on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I, I'm gonna, that I'm Washington to. team blows. They're they're awful. They're they're awful and now you've seen the last two games now. I was looking at some of the usage stuff this morning from uh, four on four football. They're using Derrick Henry in every role. He's he had, catching the ball. He had a twenty-four
1: percent target share yesterday. Yeah. Target share, by the way, people is not running the football. That is catches. He 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 got twenty-four percent of the targets in the pass game.
0: So maybe I'm overreacting, but I thought what they did on the road in Indy was uh, was eye-opening that they might not be dead. Vrabel's teams. I, I always I bury Mike Vrabel teams. I, I go against them in big spots, and they always seem to come up big. So I'm I just looking ahead at week five, Shyam, uh I haven't done a deep dive yet. I was surprised by that number being only two and a half, and I'll, I will probably get involved before it gets to three, which will probably happen at some point later on.
1: I also got to tell you, the blatant disrespect of Geno Smith right now oh. is marveling. Oh. they The Saints are four-point favorites against the Seahawks. I, that then the number doesn't make sense to me. I, the the Saints should not be four point favorites against anyone in football right now. The Saints did not look good. Minnesota was was well in control of that game and should have won by a lot more.
0: Oh, uh, we're aware. You and me and your girlfriend we're well yeah, aware. So have we uh, so right now I am I am Sean, keeping a it's cl- five. It's five now. Is it five? I have Saints minus five at DK. And let's say it refresh and they change the the line on me here. No, uh, I just pulled
1: it up and it's four.
0: Oh, uh, let's see. Okay. Well, out of my uh, there. Well, they're listing it at five here. So,
1: uh, yeah. If you if this number is five, take it. This is my early early jump line of the week. The line I want. I want. I want the Seahawks this week. I do. I, the Seahawks team is actually kind of good. Uh, it, 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 they have. Yeah.
0: Their 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 offense offense is, is kind of good. Their defense stinks. Yeah. Their defense.
1: I guess. agree with you. Their defense stinks. But New Orleans offense stinks. It smells like it's it, it's just. It's hot garbage. They they started Andy, Andy Dalton, baby. Dalton.
0: Andy Dalton with that sweet sweet stash of his yesterday. So I, uh, I
1: I'm I'm so into so into the Seahawks getting four or more points this week against the Saints. It hurts. It hurts. That's how much I'm into it.
0: Now I'm gonna look because on at least on the Action Network they're listing at five. No, they're listing at four plus one fifteen once you log in. Yep. So yeah, it's a little more. Just, so, by the way, you're not the only one betting this at four. Nope. Good job, Sean. You're in. Uh, you get you get the four points. Little, little money line sprinkle at plus 170? Oh, 100%. little sprinky?
1: So, so what I do every week, I find two oh. underdogs that I love and I parlay yep. them together. You're this week, pup. it You're was Ravens pup. and Titans. And I should have hit it. It was that's a 5 to 1 parlay that I that. absolutely should have hit. This week, I can guarantee you the Seahawks will be a half of that. I don't know who my other underdog is yet though. I need to do more research. It's early.
0: All right, Uh, speaking of research, any research for Monday Night Football? Good divisional game tonight. Little Rams at 9 or some Monday night there in San Francisco?
1: Yeah, I got a little bit. Uh, I like the under in tonight's game. This this screams Kyle Shanahan runs the ball a million times, and this game goes under. Sean McVay also still wants to get Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson to be a thing. So I, I expect a lot of running in tonight's game, which is why I like the under. I like Jeff Wilson over 54 and a half rushing yards in this game. I'm with you.
0: I'm with you on Wilson. He's their one guy right now they're going yep. to. Absolutely. And he looks
1: great. He looked great yep. last week. Uh, I expect him to look good again tonight. And then I like the under on pass completions for Stafford at uh, 23 and a half.
0: Yeah, I I I'm I wanted to step. go
1: against Cooper Cup, but I couldn't. I'd rather go against Matt Stafford.
0: I'm laying the I'm laying the point and a half or whatever it is. I want the <laughs> Niners here. At Ooh, home. Okay. Uh yeah, Shanahan they won
1: four of 5 I think is, is Shanahan
0: is 8 and 3 against the spread against wow. Sean McVay. Uh 3 and 0 last year against Stafford and the Rams. Uh revenge narrative for losing the NFC title game a week ago a year ago extra week under Jimmy G's belts so now we can get back familiar with the playbook. I always like Shanahan against McVay. Uh it's it's only one and a half tonight. I'm going to be on Jeff Wilson. I will be on the 49ers laying the points. Cool. Those are my two plays for sure for tonight football. It's a good game. By the way, it's a pretty Pretty decent way to wrap up the football week. And hopefully, I, I am not chasing with this game, but I was going to yeah. bet the 49ers anyway. But it'd be a nice way to end it after uh, yesterday's debacle of picks. See the 49ers get this thing. That'd yeah. be
1: nice. I'm, in, I'm into it. I love
0: it. Because um, then on Thursday night, we get Broncos Colts, which doesn't feel.
1: That, I, I, my, I'm, gonna feel you, I'm, I'm going to I tell be you, I'm going to tell you now, NBA. I <laughs> will not be betting that game. I might have <laughs> a prop or two, but I will not be touching <laughs> oh, that game how about over the or side.
0: All these people want to tell me Josh McDaniels can't coach. He beats Russ Wilson. You know who can't coach? Nathaniel Hackett can't coach. He stinks. That guy oh, stinks.
1: so bad. And all these people chirping at us like the last couple of weeks. How's uh, Josh McDaniels look? The Patriots are what it do. Josh McDaniels doesn't even have a win. Well, you want know, to you know what? They have the exact same record as you now. So f-
0: chill out. Sounds like a man taking a lot of phone calls on the Greg Hill show. Uh, uh, taking shots at McDaniels. Uh, all right. So listen, the results in the podcast weren't good. Uh, The process can be better, will be better next week. We are on uh, under, we're on some Jeff Wilson. Shime's going to be on under completions, uh, and we are already leaning towards the over for Patriots and uh, Lions, currently sitting at 47. You can get it now, uh, and we both think it'll go up. You can subscribe, rate, and review to the podcast. Huge help to us. Hopefully you had a big week this week and week four in the NFL. Subscribe, rate, and review Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. Shime survived his trip. His girlfriend's now a sports betting. Uh, she has. Does she have a gambling problem? Do we have to call 1-800-GAMBLER-SHIME?
1: No, 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 girlfriend? no, not at all. She uh, okay. she knows how to manage her money properly, and she's doing a good job of it. She uh, she Can she we make better
0: disagree. bets next? <laughs> yep,
1: that's what she said to me. Can we make better bets? And I said, yes, we can. And she was pissed at me because I gave out on this podcast uh, last week, I gave out Christian Kirk over 59 and a half, which, by the yep. way, cashed once again. Three and two on props this week, so I did salvage it a little bit. Nice. But— Christian Kirk Cash is at exactly 60 yards. Well, her and I go to place the bet Saturday, uh, when we were in Pennsylvania, because legal to do that in Pennsylvania, not in Maryland. Right. So go to place it up to sixty one and a half Saturday. We placed it the we placed the bet. He only gets sixty. It was it was it was a nightmare. She was very mad at me. When I tweeted out that I hit on over fifty nine and a half, she goes, Couldn't get me fifty nine and a half? And I said
0: early in the week. Fort moves, hon, come on. Yeah. Uh,
1: what do you want me to do? I could I can't do anything about this. I'm sorry. You were sleeping when we were driving through Connecticut, nothing I can do.
0: Is she tailing you tonight or fading you or not playing the Monday night game? Ah,
1: uh, she is not playing the Monday night game. She will wait till next Sunday.
0: <laughs> all right, Sean. We have uh, a lot to cover here tonight for Monday Night Football. We'll recap it all tomorrow. We'll check on the Patriots injury news and we'll talk again on Tuesday morning, buddy. Have a great Monday afternoon, pal.
1: I will, Mud. I'll talk to you tomorrow.